Thanks for spending your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. And Grant is on the other side of uh, the glass. Mm-hmm. And we're in two separate rooms here, uh, divided by a huge wall. And I do believe that uh, the, all the glass here, I remember the first time when I first started here, I walked over to the window that's in your side, okay? And um, I was looking at something and wasn't paying attention. You know, there's two things of glass. Yeah. Okay, and bam. It leans forward just a little bit. Bam, hit it. And you know Amy, right? Yes. Okay, so that was funny. About a month or two ago, we're in here doing a show. This is when everybody was filling in and it was chaos. Amy looks out the window too, does the exact same thing, just boom, hits her noggin on there. (laughs) And it leans a little bit too, so it catches you off guard. (laughs) And because it's like, uh, whatever you call it, bulletproof uh, glass, there's no give to it. It's like hitting a cement wall. (laughs) It's like, whoa. And uh, through the years, I've done it three times, forgetting. You know, I just got too into and forgetting, like, oh, don't do that. Don't lean forward. But anyway. So well, yeah. we should just put some fingerprints on so there. There you go. Might help you out. <laughs> there you go. Okay, what goes around the house and in the house but never touches the house? This one I know. The what? sun. Oh, ding, 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 yes. ding. Look at you. Did you Google it? No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, that's no problem. I don't care. That's no problem hey, whatsoever. It's my secret. There you go. Yep. Uh, don't, never never admit. Just look smart. Say <laughs> so one thing before we get, get on with the callers, I want to revisit that I had mentioned at the top of the hour. Um, I can't remember. It was a couple months ago or, or a month ago. I had a gal call in, and her dog was having a lot of health issues. So I go through the list as far as, okay, are you on heartworm meds? Do you do annual vaccinations or every three years? What do you feed the dog? You know, I went through the list. Uh, do you use any flea and tick chemicals? And so I got some uh, some uh, emails uh, uh, calling me and saying, well, number one, I'm not a vet, and I know that. <laughs> but the thing, folks, is that what I want you to do, I'm not here, don't do as I say. What I'm trying to do is open the, your line of thinking outside the box, not being a drone, and looking at the true picture. Okay, the dog, the gal that had called in, her dog was uh, having a lot of health issues, so I I said uh, so then I mentioned that okay I would get my dog off a of heartworm because number one that uh, the heartworm meds because what it is it's not a preventative folks when you give that once a month heartworm pill that is a where in case your dog gets bit by the mosquito then the chemicals are already in the blood system to you know get rid of the larva all right and it works backwards when you give it for april 1st is for any mosquitoes in march when you give it may 1st is for anything in april you give it june 1st is for anything in in may and then uh, july for anything in june but the whole thing is is that when a dog's health is compromised all right to begin with the last thing you want to do and this to me is just common sense is to not have them on any chemicals whatsoever whether it's flea and tick whether it's heartworm meds uh the the less is better because the dog's system is in a in a stupor so we've got to try to repair its system now the thing is with heartworm too is that now myself i have my dogs tested once a year and i had one uh, one of the emails that was sent to me uh said well why this T- why even bother to test? Well, the thing is, if I'm not going to give heart meds. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is that, okay, I want to test once a year, or some people want to test twice a year, every six months, because in case it does come up positive, it's very early on, and it's where the problem really lies is if, if it's been in the dog system for, you know, years, and there's a lot of worms, when you give the, when you give the uh, meds to kill the worms, they form like clots, and they can clot in the heart, okay, and then kill the dog, okay? So the thing is, I understand heartworm is a mess. 
because it's nothing you want to see a dog to go through. But to me, in my in my world, like I said, I want to try to do things as naturally as I can by keeping my dog's immune system, you know, up on top, like with mine. Now, with everything that's going on right now with COVID, I, I you know, I'm trying to up my immune system. So should I get it, that hopefully I can get it out faster. <laughs> but the thing is, is that with this heartworm thing, is that, you know, if you read the, you know, you got to read the labels of everything. Read the labels of what the heart meds are. Read the label. <laughs> the label on um, um, on like Rimadol, the side effects. If you're willing, um, and same with the, the flea and tick control. If you're willing for your dog of any one of those those side effects happens to your dog and you're okay with it, then fine. You know, you do what you want. But they just thought that I was totally wrong saying don't give heartburn meds, you know, to a dog. Okay, what I'm just saying is what you are comfortable with. I am comfortable with, but not doing that, having them tested. And by having them tested, I caught it early so that it's going to be less harmful, obviously, on the dog. It's only really harmful and bad when they've got a lot. Now, um, I think about, oh, I want to say about three, four months ago, it came out, and, and I know it's still in some reads, that Minnesota was the second highest state for treating heartworm. Okay, the first state was California. Okay, now, folks, this is what I want you to think about here. If you would go, if the vets would get together here in Minnesota, and if they would make a graft of what Minnesota dogs had heartworm and they treated, and what uh, dogs that came up from down south were treated. We are, me, us, Minnesota, and uh, and California are two of the main hubs for having great rescue organizations to have the pipeline of these dogs come up from down south. And many, many of those dogs test positive for heartworm. So then they are treated here. So yes, the vets may be treating many, many dogs, but what I would like information from the vets Okay, what was a Minnesota dog that was treated and what was, you know, one that came up from down south that originally did was not a Minnesota dog. <laughs> okay. And so anyway, so th- there's so much out there. And wh- what I just want people to do is to empower themselves, read about side effects of things before you put anything in or on your dog, and then look into more maybe natural ways of doing things. And so by no means, you know, I mean, you do what your comfortable levels are. But like I said, but my thought when I talked to that gal is that because her dogs were in, that dog was such, it you know, dealing with so much uh, problem, health issues, is my common sense tells me to stop the chemicals in and on the dog or cat that's having health issues because uh, you don't want, you want to try to repair its immune system so that it can repair itself. And so uh, the uh, Dana at, uh, um, whatever you call it, dogsnaturallymagazine.com did three great heartworm articles. So I hope that you could empower yourself and go read those articles because you got to understand the enemy like when fleas are so, you know, every once in a while fleas raise their, I haven't had to deal with them because I understand fleas. And so I have never used any flea or tick preventative other than um, for fleas, nothing. Um, but I do use diatomaceous earth uh, food grade in a baby sock and that also works with fleas. But anyway, and, and ticks, but natural ways to try so the less chemicals in or on my dogs. And so there are other avenues, but by no means, I'm not a vet, uh, you know, I'm not a uh, certified nutritionist. This is stuff that I have learned through the 
years and just looked at and used common sense and read up on and made decisions that I was comfortable with. So that's what I hope that you understand. I'm dangling the carrot that maybe you'll look into it instead of just being a drone and say, okay, take this, take this, take that. You know what I mean? Look into it. We do it to, now with our medical you know, for world for us humans, we we, we kind of start questioning. Okay, I'm going to Google this drug and just find out what before I take it. What are the side effects? Is this something that I want to do, or is there something else that I can do? You know, like we've talked a, a couple times, Rimadyl is very hard on a dog, and so for the joints, and so that that Boswellia, remember B O S W E L L I A, twelve hundred milligrams or five. Well, it depends. You got a smaller dog, five hundred milligrams. But anyway, so the thing that really helps dogs that have problems, uh, joint problems, as far as with pain, and then also like a good MSM, mom. Sam mom and a good chondroitin it really helps dogs that have joint pain so there's many many ways out there so I'm just hoping I try to with the show to open your eyes and just have you you know investigate look into learn from things that you find and then share them with me too I'm always learning I don't know everything and I don't pretend to and I don't want to because then I don't if I don't every morning if I don't learn something by the time I go to bed it's been a boring day <laughs> so anyway so hopefully that will help out and uh, I'm gonna get back to those two people I've just been too busy to try to explain more so you got to do what you're comfortable with okay folks all right let's head to the phone lines all right we've got Steph on the phone Steph how you doing hi Steph hi 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 what can I do for you thanks for the call yeah um, thank you so uh, we have a year and a half old uh, mini golden doodle. She's 30 pounds. Okay. Um, so she was supposed to go in to get fixed last week. Yep. And um, the week before that, we brought her in for her blood work to make sure everything was good to mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Um, so when she was at that first initial appointment, um, the vet had said, um, she said, well, you know, when was she last in heat? Because her... Her lady bits are a yeah. little small. Her lady said, bits. Um, <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 it was, I believe it was the middle. Yeah, I know it was that that the middle of September when she was like kind of wrapping things up. Okay. So we thought, well, that's a little strange that she'd be going back into heat because it's December. Right. And um, the only thing I could think of was I thought, well, she, you know, I just had her groomed. She had a giant mop of hair and it was you know she had to she was mad at so she had to have a lot cut off okay and then i thought well god did she um nick her you know, maybe yeah yeah but because she's been cleaning right herself like crazy right which would totally make sense yep. but the couple boy dogs who are in the neighborhood they're both fixed but they're just like going after her <laughs> yeah <laughs> so obviously there's you know there's they're, they're smelling something. Right. Now, is, um, is she bleeding at all? No. And I'm, you know, I'm checking, and it doesn't seem, they, you know, the vet had said, you know, you can kind of, like, maybe take a paper towel and tap her, you know, pat her every now and then and right. check. To, but there's just, nothing. yeah, it's nothing. So I guess I my concern was, is there something else going on? Um, I, my gut feeling is no, because she's just cleaning, and the boys are smelling her. Right. But. I, I don't know. So I so she's I not drinking. I wanted a second opinion. <laughs> okay, so when, now you said, now she already did go in September, went into heat? Yes. Okay, where yep. she she was and dripping blood. that was her blood. second time. Okay, so where she was dripping blood? Yes. Okay. Yep. And so, because yep. usually from the day, the first day that they are dripping, you count out 20 days. 
Okay. And then usually they go into standing heat between the 12th and the 15th day. Okay. All right. But you got to keep them out of the harm, you know, the boys. <laughs> you know, yeah. you oh, just, yeah. you just yeah. count, yeah, you just kind of count out 20 days from the first day that they come into, you know, where they start bleeding. All right. And so yep. then, so then, so when did she quit? I mean, okay. From the day that she started to the last, you know, 20 days out, what was that date of the 20th day out? It, well, I remember we were going out of town and my, my mom was going to watch her and that was right like September 15th. And okay. I remember telling my mom, she's not even bleeding anymore, just a teeny, teeny bit. Okay. So it was mid-September. Okay. Yeah, because they go, uh, well, they quit bleeding when they go into standing heat. Okay, when they oh, okay. go, that's when they quit bleeding. They go into standing heat. That's where they're receptive to the males and normally oh, okay. will stand for them. All right. Gotcha. And so, uh, yeah, so that's, so then, but there again, you want, you want to, you know, they usually stay in standing heat. You know, every dog is different, just like humans with their periods. So, okay. you know, so that's the thing here. But if that was September, uh, this is uh, December, so you had to, so yeah, so I would just keep an eye on it because, yeah, you don't ever want a dog to get fixed when they're in heat because their blood doesn't clot right. So, yep, and that's, Fett said that too, which, yep. Yep. And so that's why you don't want to take a chance is what you you don't want to do. And so that's yep. why I just I would keep an eye on that. And just okay. because the other thing would be, uh, you, you know, maybe take a urine sample in there or maybe that's the problem is did, now they did blood work on her. Yep. And so how was yeah, the, the blood? only thing with the blood was um, there was a I believe it was just like a type of protein that they had said needed to just be upped a little bit. So okay. they give her some scrambled eggs but oh okay okay yeah because uh, um because who knows we don't know <laughs> and, and, and yeah with... and she's not um she is she's on her regular bathroom breaks she's not okay you know, yeah telling them she's not uh Okay, why don't you hold on two seconds? We got to run. I didn't realize the lady got born Korean. She probably was over the way when I wasn't paying any attention. So hold on, and we'll come right back. Uh, that's another one I really like. <laughs> Good. Whoever put those songs in today, I'm thank you. Thank Good you. stuff, right? There we go. Okay, let's head back to Steph because I went a little long in that break, so we don't have much to the next break. <laughs> so anyway, hey Steph. Hello. Okay, so the, the thing is here is that I guess I if this was my dog, I would watch it for the neck because it, it could have been a combination because she just got groomed that that could have got a little bit of irritated. Okay? okay, and I would watch it for about the next week, two weeks, and just okay. see if it starts swelling down. Okay, then it might have mm -hmm. just got irritated. It was it hadn't gone down enough. You know, before when it was in working, you know, and then mm -hmm. she got groomed yep. and then that re-irritated. But otherwise, and just obviously always look for discharge, you know, just kind of yeah. be mindful of that. And then just see it now. If she starts, you know, going down, then go from there. The wait till she gets, you know, uh, de-swollen, <laughs> unswollen. Yep. <laughs> and then before you set up at another appointment, though, to make sure that she is truly, because it might have just been a series of events, but some... You know, every, just like with humans, there's, uh, you know, some people that get their period once a month, twice a month, once every six mm -hmm. months, you know, and that's the same thing with some dogs. But you said this is her second round, no, right? This, um, she's had it twice. Yeah, this so, was her second round. She um, already was, came into heat yeah. once, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, had, you know, the initial uh, plan was to do it um, 
I think it was like 10 weeks out after her first yeah, cycle. Yeah. But then, you know, COVID hit. Yeah, <laughs> I know, world changed. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, so that's um, what, this is the main thing. It's just, I'm proud of you that you you kept an eye on her, that she didn't wind up getting pot, you know, getting bread. <laughs> that's the thing that scares oh, me the most. Yeah, so, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so, that's what I would do. Just keep an eye on it, okay? Okay, all right. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, Yes. What runs around the house but doesn't move? What runs around the house doesn't move? Actually, that was my bad. You can keep going for a little bit here. I potted up something I shouldn't have been potting up there. So that is my... (laughs) So we can have some fun with that question. But you know what? We can actually introduce maybe the next caller because we've got some time and then we can take that. Do you want to do that? Okay. Sounds good. All right. right, Because I wasn't looking at the clock. I was just paying attention to the earphones. (laughs) I thought I had something off. That's a technical difficulty on mine. So now we've got Kim. All right. All right. Hey, Hey, Kim. How you doing? Hey, Katie, I'm doing great. Thanks for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling. So what's going on? So my son adopted a Whippet puppy All right. back in August, uh-huh. stayed home with the puppy for a month, yep. and then the puppy now comes over to my house during the day All right. and then goes back with him nights and weekends. All right. And we've been working on training sit. Day, nice. Lay down, go potty, go potty. Yay. All that been doing really well. Mm-hmm. Although whippets are a little bit of a different kind of breed <laughs> yeah. than I'm used to. They don't have, seem to have that desire to please their owners. Yeah, that yeah, a little bit. But um, a week ago, my son then brought home a greyhound rescue. All right. And so this dog is three years old. Mm-hmm. He is straight from Ireland, from the racing circuit. Oh, my. And has some issues. Does he bark he... kind of Irish brogue? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, he doesn't know his name. Yep. He knows no commands. Yep. He doesn't have the ability physically to sit down. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. that's um, a, Greyhounds, so he... especially right off the track, they have to be off the track almost for a full year for the muscle mass to yeah. be able to sit. <laughs> yeah. So... Okay. So the the question I have for you is still kind of working on training the puppy. Yep. And now adding this dog that has zero <laughs> training. Yep. How do I work those kind of because we're here together, yep. the three of us during the day, um, in a limited amount of space. Um, and trying the other day I tried to get um the older dog to this was when I kind of figured out he couldn't sit down <laughs> trying to get him to sit and the puppy is like up down up down yeah. up down, up, down, up, down, up down. <laughs> yeah no that's that's very true because what it is so is that you got to work the dog separately not together okay. you know you put one in a kennel or another room while you work on the manners of one and then the other one goes away and then the, the, it's going to be a while before uh you get the two to come you know i mean where you can when you say down they both down or whatever you know type thing because you just got to familiarize him and also too you got to remember i wasn't i was kind of kidding about the irish brogue you know we sound yeah. different okay That's we ha- true. and so they're kind of like where am, am i on mars <laughs> and so it's just like if you go down south and you get somebody with a real thick, heavy southern drawl, you're like, can you just talk English? <laughs> <laughs> and so you got a little bit of work cut out here, but if you want to hang on, we got to run to break because I was too sure. late with the other one. And we'll come back and we'll discuss some of the stuff that you can do to start, you know, putting things, you know, in order. Okay? Great. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Ready for this? Uh, where would it go? Oh, what runs around the house but doesn't move? What runs around the house that doesn't move? And now we'll do two of them because we didn't do one last part. What goes up and doesn't go down? What goes up 
but doesn't go down. We'll be back. All right. Thank you for sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate that, even though it's dark outside. And the Vikings did win. We forgot to mention at the top of the hour that I was sitting in my car, and I hadn't met Grant before. And anyway, so I was sitting in my car, and I really didn't want it. I'm looking at the clock. I'm looking at the clock. Oh, gosh. I tend to (laughs) one of the new guys up there, and he's probably got questions for you. I better get up. So I get out of the car, and I come across, and Grant, Katie, I've got to hear the last bit of this game. I was like, oh, good. (laughs) And then they wound up getting the, uh, the field goal. Right, it was a field goal. Yeah, yeah, it was a field goal yeah, to yeah, win. Yep, yeah. yep. So yeah, but anyway, yeah. So it was rather. It, uh, oh, I'm so glad we won that. Okay, what goes up and doesn't go down? Uh, a telephone. Dumb answer, but I'm saying it. Your age. Oh, good call. Okay, what runs around the house but doesn't move? A hose. No, well, that's that could be an answer too. But no, it's called. A fence. Ah, good job. What runs around the yeah. house, but doesn't move. The fence. All righty. All right, so now we got two of them out of the way, so let's head back to the phone lines. Yes, and we're going to finish up with Kim here, and she was yep. getting into some All rescue right. questions. You betcha. Hey, Kim, you with us? I sure am. Okay, there you go. Okay, so now where are we at? <laughs> Forgot. The, the greyhound oh, that's and the whippet. Yeah. Oh, is that a total brain fluff? Oh, just, just fluffed right away. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Oh, see, I've got a good memory, but it's very short. <laughs> so anyway, okay. So when you're working with this, the big thing now with the big guy, the new guy from Ireland, is that, that what remember, we sound like, we, we were dropped in the depths of uh, of Southern and try to understand the twang, okay? It's going to take a while to hit sure. the beat. So then what you're going to do is to get him to know his name, then what you could do, anytime you feed him, don't be patting him and stuff like that. You know, you're going to feed these guys in either separate rooms or in separate kennels yep. or whatever type thing. And so just kind of hang out and say, hey, Rover, whoa, isn't it a good food, Rover? Such a Rover. Look at you, Rover. And so what I would do is that then let's say you're going to put the Whippet, you know, in his room or his kennel, and then you have the Greyhound out. And then what you're just going to do is don't feed him all his food at one time. Leave some that you can, like, drop one and say, Rover, is that yours? Oh, such a Rover. There's oh, one. Okay. Go there. There's a Rover. Oh, and Rover, what about that one over there? So all of a sudden, this word Rover means really cool things. <laughs> it means I get some food. <laughs> and so that is going to help him learn that this this is him. All right. And then okay. another thing to help with is that you know, put him on a leash. Now, remember, how is he? See, this is it amazes me how a lot of these track dogs can even adapt to a home life for the sounds, you know, TV, you know, just, you know, the, the microwave, the, the, you know, a, a dinger, you know, a timer. So how so far has he been with things like that? He had no idea what TV was. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, what yeah. about stairs? Has, do you have any stairs that he has to go up and down? Stairs, he does fine. Oh, really? That's Because usually that's yeah. a real hard one for them. Yeah, no. Oh, good, good, And he's good. a super chill, nice, super sweet, sweet dog. Good, good. And so then what you want, too, though, is that only when you try to teach him something, separate the dogs, all right? Yeah. Otherwise, he okay. will learn by following the whippet because he's already bonded to you. So he'll learn yeah. by following him. But when it comes out to big food, I don't like have, you know, dogs in the same room when we're using food. Right. So like if no, you're going to do that. Yeah. So if you're going to be doing like drop a kibble here and drop a kibble there, Rover, what's that? Rover, Rover, you know, so that all oh, Rover, where is this? I like this Rover. <laughs> so okay. anyway. Okay, so uh, so that's what I would do. But it's separate, you know, only until you get a get them, you know, used to. How are they getting along? They get along great, actually. Oh, good, good, they good, do. Good. 
have, they have been teaching each other the boundaries. Okay. So there has been a little bit of the growly, mm-hmm. stay away, leave me alone, <clears throat> that kind of thing. But other, other than that, they've been and what, really um, bonding to each other. Okay. And when you hear that rumble, just don't yell at him. Don't go, bad dogs swim on you. Don't be doing that. Just go, hey, 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 yes. Hey, hey, hey. We need to yep. be, be nice. Be nice. Yes, you be nice. You know, you, you get them to just try to chill out. Whereas that, that this booming, because a lot of people want to squash the growl, you know, bad dog. And that's the worst thing you can do. Because then the dog learns that if I growl, I get yelled at. So I'm just going to go straight for the fight or the bite. And so that's okay. why I growl. All is a good thing, but you call him on it. Hey, 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 be nice, be nice. Okay. So that then, you know, he's not scared of growling, but you also are kind of, uh, you know, inner interfering, you know what I mean? Kind of sure. step back, yeah. step away, breathe, whatever. But that's what you just want to do is uh, try to have this word, his name, mean positive things. And usually okay. with most greyhounds, we just work on getting them, like when they're standing, you take like a treat to their nose and kind of slowly bring it downwards and out and say down, mm-hmm. all right? Because his muscle mass in his hips, they literally cannot sit. And it takes a while to teach a dog greyhound to sit. So they're just not yeah. built for that. They're built for standing. Standing, laying, and running. <laughs> but yeah, just do it separately. And then, okay. and, and I would not for a little while here, I wouldn't take them together on a walk. I just work separately on each one so that they oh, get okay. really good at it. And then eventually, when you now, you know, the new one knows his name, you know, and there's a better relationship, then you can start taking them together because I would just want to work on one at a yeah, time. He's not fond of seeing people on a walk. Yep. If he sees people, he stops dead in his tracks mm-hmm. yep. and turns around to go the other way. Yep. And so what you got to do, you got to be his protector. Remember that. You you know, he's has no idea. All this is like foreign. He's just been dropped on right. Mars. And so it's really important that, be, oh, can I pet your dog? No, we're in training. Or you just learn to pull off the path, let them go by, okay. and then walk on by. Don't let him meet other dogs. Don't let him be other people get into his face of space. Okay. You have to guard that for him until you can see that he's a lot more, you know, calmer and more, you know, kind of getting into the beat of being in america <laughs> okay okay <laughs> thanks <laughs> you bet take a good have a good one take care bye-bye. bye-bye yeah well see people don't realize that too you know we all have i remember one time i had to help a girlfriend marry, move to um what the heck is that new york uh, rochester new york okay we stopped uh got there she got into her digs we went to the bar we started talking and it comes oh so you're from minneapolis Minnesota, I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, your accent is just weird. I looked at him like, my accent? My accent is weird? Your New Yorker is really (laughs) off the charts here. You know, I couldn't believe that. that, Yeah, so so that's what you got. People don't take that into mind that, you know, words sound different. Yes. Okay. I've learned that definitely in my time with my girlfriend. I was a very aggressive, kind of more stern, kind of the way my father was with me. But the way you definitely, if you you be a little more positive in your... Yes. Speaking mean, to the dogs, they're going to be positive too. They don't respond to negativity well. You no, know? they want to either uh, head for the hills. Yeah, they want to impress of, you. That's all they well, want to do. Yeah, they, well, they not necessarily impress you. They want you to, you know, to, uh, they want to be there for us. There you go. You know, so, uh, so it's kind of like, what can I do? What do you need? And mm-hmm. so, but if they feel like they ticked us off, then it's like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, you know. So then they, they, because that's you know that's the old style of training. Me, Bester, you dog. No, you don't do that. And I see that a little bit too often on some of the some dogs, and that just drives me up a tree because you get more from 
with honey than you do with sugar. I mean, with vinegar. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong dessert. Oh, how did you like the M&M's? I've shared some Ooh, M&M's. Ooh, they uh, were good. Those were a treat. They keep coming yeah. up with good flavors. I'm telling you. Yeah, they do. I know my waistline doesn't need this stuff, but I just, I opened one bag because I wanted to taste them. And so I remember I told you about 10. The other nine, I'm going to keep in the closet and I'll send them one by one to my daughter. So mm-hmm. Hopefully she's not listening to the show. And I don't, <laughs> she's got a, Two-month-old, a two-year-old, a five-year-old, and then a seven-year-old. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she's a little busy. I don't think she's listening to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, where are we at? Well, we got now we've got uh, Elizabeth on the line if we All want right. to give her a call. Let's give her a try. All right, talk. Yeah, Elizabeth is having some issues. She's got a 13 year old Shih Tzu poodle with some health issues, right, Elizabeth? Yes. All right. So, so what's going on? Our dog, our sweet dog, was diagnosed with congenitive heart failure. Okay. She's okay. She yep. takes her medicine now. But yep. the problem is, is that it's the getting up at night that has really been hard on us. Okay. Um, my husband works at four. He has to be up to work at four in the morning. And so between sometimes 10 and 4, she's up two or three times. And what are we Even doing? Even though she'll sleep all day, she wants to go out okay. or get something to drink. Okay. Um, what time does she usually go to bed? Um, by 9.30, 10, she wants to go to bed now. She okay. didn't used to, but now she wants to because she's also lost her sight and hearing. So she's way more stressed if she's not with us. Oh, yeah. So okay. she'll she'll get really, like, excited and energetic around 9.00 black like crazy right and she'll want to go out two times usually right about that time and then we'll put her in bed and he'll go to bed but then sometimes it's two times a night before 4 a.m that she wants to get up and she'll walk on us she'll walk all over us to get up and i just don't know is there like a amount of water we could give her during the day to know she doesn't need to drink because we tried taking away her water at yeah. a certain time, yeah. but then we'd let her out, and she, we found her licking the snow. Yeah, yeah. No, when you got yeah condition, yeah, you've got to you know you, you can't regulate that. That water is so important. Um, what things are you doing? Okay, let me do this. Okay, what do you feed? Um, she's on a a, a diet of a medicated, um, whatever they recommended for her condition. So now my husband gets a prescription. Okay, so is are you feeding dry food? Um, are you feeding? Science. Yeah, okay. and then she gets wet for her medicine to be mixed in. So she gets about a fourth of a can of wet just for her medicine twice a day. So oh. I mean, a fourth of a can total. Okay, um, for her meds. Okay. Um, what I would do is I don't know if you heard it before. I never feed dry food dry. Dogs weren't meant to eat the dry matter. Okay. Okay. Good so what I would do because uh, is to rehydrate that food. Put in what you're going to feed, then put hot tap water on it. And put it aside till everything floats first. Okay. Put okay. it aside. Non-grain free is it takes about a half hour to uh, rehydrate and grain free it takes about an hour all right so what you're after here is you put it aside and then uh wait that half hour then go and then all the water should be gone and then uh feel the kibble if it's putting her soft to the center okay now fluff it up put you can put your meds in it now oh yeah okay and so then um fluff it up or if you want to give somewhere a little bit of the can that's fine just don't get the dog fat that's the worst thing you can do with a heart problem okay she's She's a dog who we leave food out all day. She's never over eight. She's just right. not that dog, thankfully. Uh-huh. Um, but I will say, she she's like a desperate beggar in the last year. She's mm-hmm. never. I mean, she is constantly under the table, constantly in the kitchen, right? Causing see that, a lot of stress because right. she's 
But see, really? a lot of that could be the meds she's on. You know, she's on meds. And then right. also, too, because you just what you want to read the side effects of the meds that she's on so you can understand. You know, Google each one so you truly understand what she's taking. But anyway, so rehydrate the food because now by rehydrating it, you know, most dogs gulp their food. And so yeah. then it has to rehydrate with the water that's in their gut. Oh. All right. And so then uh, that it causes a whole different thing. So when you got a dog that is wanting water for what's going on, the last thing you want to do is to have their stomach have to rehydrate anything. So you want to make sure that everything is hydrated when it, she eats it, a.k.a. you could do some uh, formulated raw. You could do some uh what do you call it? Uh, dehydrated because that has to be rehydrated with uh, with food, uh, water. Or okay. if you're going to do the dry food, then you're going to put hot tap water on it until it floats nicely. Put it aside. Wait for it all to be gone, and then so then you can, she's going to be less thirsty because now she's not eating any dry matter, and you're getting more fluids into her. Okay? okay, so then hopefully she won't wake up. Have you ever tried just putting her maybe in a kennel like next to your bed and not on your bed? So if she wakes up that she has to try to kind of like, you know, settle herself back down to go to sleep. We would love to do that. She has deep sec- uh, separation anxiety. Okay, so but, she, but it, I mean right next to your bed. Yep, she would not handle that. Okay, well, you can give it a tap tap. Maybe, ha, ha, ha. I, would lo- I would love to try it. But she is the kind of dog where um, we have a hard time getting her in the kennel now more than her. Okay. Okay, watch it. yeah. Okay, hold on, because we need to work. Dog. We can work with this. We can work with this. Okay, watch you hold on for a sec. we got to run to break, and then we we'll come back, and we're going to talk more, okay? Don't hang up. Don't hang up. Okay. A group of 10 people are going out for pizza, but only two of them have an umbrella to keep them dry. But they managed to walk all the way to the pizza place without getting wet. How is this possible? We'll be back. Mr. Grinch. <laughs> Love that show. There we go. Uh, Cindy Lou from Whoville. <laughs> I remember when I got, uh, you know, Cindy Lou has that the hat that ding dongs, you yeah, know. Yeah. I remember Bottles. the first year that came out, I got myself one immediately. Now they make them, but they're really cheap. The one I've got has got a really nice spring in it. It fits really nice. I love my Cindy Lou hat. Nice. Okay, a group of 10 people are going out for pizza, but only two of them have an umbrella to keep them dry. But they managed to walk all they managed to walk all the way to the pizza place without getting wet. How is this possible? They live in an apartment and the pizza place is downstairs. No, it's not raining. Oh, God. That makes sense. <laughs> oh. Oh, I maybe got one. We still don't know if I got Okay, it. here's uh, <laughs> the the tongue twister that you can try to, is how many times you can say it like in 10 seconds without messing it up. Okay. So here's a tongue twister for this week Unique New York, unique New York, unique New York. So you got to say it, you know, got to keep saying it. How many within ten, how many times can you say it in ten seconds? You know, without messing it up. All right, okay. a, unique I'm, New York, unique New York, unique New York. All right, I'm gonna try my Ron Burgundy voice with this one. Okay, unique New York, New York. <laughs> God, I am failing miserably today. No, you're not failing. It's just having fun. <laughs> exactly, just it's having fun. fun. A lot it's of fun. Not, yes, I mean, if you ask me all these questions, I'd be well. I've gotten pretty. I've always been kind of into those. The angle of the, of the riddle, mm-hmm. where it's okay. What's the loophole? Mm-hmm. You know, and you and you, all of a sudden you really you're back in your mind. Ah, I got it. Yep. You know, so yeah. So I, I love those kind of things. But anyway, okay, let's head for the phone lines there. All right, we're still Elizabeth. You Elizabeth betcha. Is with us. We're with Elizabeth. Okay, so now 
um, there's a lot of natural things that you could do to boost this. And because uh, I've got a girlfriend that's got a 13 year old cabochon that has had uh, 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 what stage? What's the number of your heart? Your dog's heart uh, congestive heart. I don't what know. Stage? I do okay. know it was like you could physically see her heart pumping before oh. we got. Um, okay. It was pretty bad. Okay, because yeah, but because because there's things that you can do that okay. can ha- you know help her health wise and such like that to get more you know more time for, with her hopefully. So, but anyway, so the whole thing is was that what I would do is uh, I would get the kennel. Now, what kind of kennel is it? The wire kennel or the plastic kennel? Plastic kennel. Excellent. Okay. Now, is it is you now? Can she comfortably stand up, turn around, and lay down? Yes. Okay. Good. It is appropriately sized, though. All right. Not too big, but not too small. Okay, good. So then what I would do is I would start feeding her in the kennel. Um, I would take it and uh, like and put it in the night. It's in the bedroom. But otherwise, like during the day, you know, toss a treat in there. Kennel. Let have her run in. Run out. Do toss a toy in there. Kennel. She runs in, runs out. When she gets comfortable going in and out, then sometimes close the door, sometimes not. And start feeding her in the kennel. She now at first she might just put the dish in and she'll stand out the kennel, just put her head in the kennel. And so what you just after if the only time a dog sees a kennel is when either you leave them when you leave the house or when you go to bed, they hate their kennel because they associate it with being, you know, away from you. And so what we try to do is get them to just, and sometimes throwing a, a towel over it so it feels more denny. You know, the dog likes it better. But that's what you might want to try to do uh, is to acclimate her to the kennel. Like I say, that you, when you feed her in the morning, you feed her at night, she goes into the kennel to get fed. And your goal would be that she is goes in there nicely. And then where uh, during the day, you look, where's the dog? Oh, my, she's sleeping in the kennel. Cool. <laughs> you know, so that's what we want to try to do is, I know at this age, we don't want to put her under any stress all right but just right. kind of play with it and just kind of see how it goes is what what i want you to okay. do and then um otherwise by rehydrating don't, don't give her any dry matter of any food anymore everything is rehydrated you might want to think about introducing formulated raw from the freezer section at the local you know store uh, right. uh, pet store you know a little as treats and stuff like that because that offers a lot of good immune booster assist stuff like that okay. so there's just a lot of little things but right now just make sure the dry matter because then she's not going to be drinking as much because she's already got it and then hopefully she can last the night now when you take her out to go potty does she potty every time almost i mean we try to watch but yeah she's she goes out and pees quick not even always quickly she's one of those dogs that likes to like walk around walk around look walk around about 20 times before she decides she's gonna pee but yeah okay but then what you're gonna do is you're gonna work on that now the maximum time is two minutes anytime you take her out to go potty it's two minutes that's it you're gonna tell her what it is go potty go potty or get busy get busy okay now two minutes is up she hasn't done it you just bring her to the area that you don't she doesn't need your whole yard or whatever I've got a 15-foot line or a 20-foot line. Right. Okay, and then you just give it a little, don't give her a correction. You know, when you see, there's a different sniff to, okay, where am I going to put it to what has come through the night? Right. <laughs> and so what you're going to do is give her a little tap, tap, tap. Hey, 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 potty, let's go. Come on. Keep her on task. I can almost guarantee in about a week, you're going to see her getting her business done quicker. And so now you're creating a dog that doesn't pot. She gets out there, gets it done, and then gets right back in again. And so that's what you don't want her to do. You know what I mean? Because she's losing her sight. Or, you know, it's all, you know, everything's kind of hitting the fan here. You know what I mean? Um, you want her to just kind of learn to concentrate on things, you know, and then and, and with less time spent dinging around. 
All right, especially in the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> right, and winter is coming, so like yes. cold winter. Oh, exactly. You know. So that's why you just want to learn to get, you know, putters are created by people just allowing the dog to willy-nilly outside, and then all of a sudden winter hits, and all of a sudden they're having a lot of accidents because the dog is used to willy nilly instead of just getting out there, get it done, and get it back into the house. Mm. And so that's what we want to do is we want to, I know you may say, well, she's old. No, she's not. If you would lose her and I would find her, this is the way my rules work, okay? Well, and she's... She's got tons. I mean, she's got a lot of energy for her age. Like Excellent. she's totally puppy up and stuff. And you joke about you say that about the putzer. I this I married into this dog, and I <laughs> my husband gives her treats when she comes in every time she comes in from peeing. And I was like, that was the worst training you should have done for her. Yeah, because. It should be for doing the job, if anything. Otherwise, she should just not get a treat for doing what she's supposed to, which is going potty. Right. And dogs that are potty trained by with treats usually have more setbacks. Because what happens is that they go out, they splash, they come in for the treat. You think that they're done, so you close the door, you come in, and not even in about three seconds or three minutes, you turn and there's something on the floor. They weren't mm-hmm. done. They just splashed so they could hurry up and get that treat. See, and right. I don't use treats. It's just like go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. When they go yeah. potty, good potty. Very nice. Good potty. It's the only treat she gets is if she goes potty, and she gets four or five a day. Then okay. We went to the little ones made of salmon, which have been nicer. Oh, for her. nice. Yeah, you don't want. little. Yep, yep, yep. You don't want. Yeah, you don't want to add to that waistline. No way, no how. So right. Well, thank you. This has been helpful. okay. Yeah, but that's the main thing. But you can look into. There's a lot of holistic. There's a good by standard process. Has some really good heart support. Met our she supplements. Really, uh, she could only eat Nutrisource. If we even change the version of Nutrisource, she'd get really bad uh, bowel problems. Okay. So she's always been on the same type of Nutrisource until this new. We, we went through a lot of stomach problems for the last year before we found out about the congenital. Oh, okay. She did a lot of messy. We had bad. She got dehydrated and sick. Oh, geez. It got us to a long road to get here, but um, that she, I mean, Nutrisource, man, she loved it up until, and we couldn't even change the variety. Uh-huh. So you talk about changing. Anytime we change her variety, she'd have bad stomach problems instantly. Yeah, see, when they did that, though, when when dogs do that, when they've been on one thing for so long, when you try to change, it's a very slow process. Yeah. It may be a quarter of the new to three quarters of old for a week and a half to two weeks. And then, you know, 50-50 for another two weeks. Uh, because that's probably what we should have done. I think we went we went from one to the other without. Yep, and that's food. usually what turns. And then the people get, you know, no, nobody wants to <laughs> clean up, you know, uh, the, the, you know, loose stools. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so all right away, it's like, no, 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 I'll just go back to where, where, where it was. And then, uh, you know, but like I said, but when a when a dog has been on one thing for too long, the process of getting a rotation diet is very slow process. True. But the whole thing is, is now, you know, you're doing with this, but there are some supplements out there that might be able to help. Uh, but anyway, so good luck. Take care. And just like I say, just try not to feed her anything that requires that she has to drink more water. Okay. I think that's going to be a game changer. Thanks a lot. Okay, kiddo. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, another week has had flown by, and um, uh, remember, you can catch go to mytalk1071.com, and you can catch my podcasts uh, on that. All the old older uh, shows that have already ran, and hopefully uh, that then you can get on my Facebook Katie K Nine Facebook page, or you can go to my website. Remember, I do phone consults, thirty five bucks, so you can go uh, to pay that uh, off my website. But to go to mytalk1071.com, and then go to my show page. And Grant, it was very uh, hopefully. 
hopefully we didn't burn you out too much today that you weren't uh, like, holy moly. No, I'm a, we're a dog. Like I said, my girlfriend's a vet tech. I'm all, we have three dogs. We live, live and breathe dogs. So this oh, was fun good, for me. It's good. different from the my talk during yes. the week. You yeah, know, I, I like know. it. It's a, it's a subject I know a little bit more about. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I know nothing about pups. You know, this is how bad pop, pop culture was. I didn't even know what that meant. <laughs> I, I finally asked my one girlfriend, what is pop, pop culture? And she looks at me like deer in the headlight, like Kate, really? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. I had to learn for sure. Yeah, quickly. no. Well, you did an excellent job. So I thank you for uh, for stepping in for Hope. And uh, now I'm glad Hope will probably go, oh, now I have a, somebody could take over. So now I can actually have a life. No. <laughs> but anyway, you guys, thank you so much for sharing your uh, Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. Got uh, questions, go to uh, mytalk1071.com, email me. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Don't hide your dogs, train them, and we'll see you, or we'll hear from you next week.